This is Salesforce Simplified, the podcast from Ad Victorium Solutions. Here's your host, Mike Boyle. Well, as much as I hate to bring up the word winter, especially here in late summer of 2022, it's a good thing, uh, really, to talk about winter at this moment because we're going to talk about Salesforce's Winter 23 release. So trust me, it's all good. I promise you. As that man said, I'm Mike Boyle from Advictorium Solutions. And today on the Salesforce Simplified podcast, we've enlisted the help of Advic consultant Zach to introduce us to six of his favorites in the Salesforce Winter 23 release. Zach, hi. Thanks for putting in the time to do this for us. I really appreciate it. Hello, Mike. Thank you for having me today. As we know, Salesforce goes through three of these releases a year, and it is always incredibly interesting just to see you know, what they focus on and what's coming off inside that next cycle. So thank you very much for having me. I uh, really enjoy talking about aspects such as this. Well, it's uh, it's a pleasure to have you with us. Zach, as you were going through the winter 23 release notes, was there one theme, was there one thing that you felt that Salesforce was focusing on for this particular release? So very, very interesting question, Mike. Just a little bit of background of myself. I focus a lot in the different aspects of commerce within Salesforce. We have seen in the last year or two that they have really started to beef up the amount of features that they have for commerce. And I was very impressed with the new features that are coming in for commerce in this upcoming release cycle. You know, with these upcoming releases, we always see additions to the base cloud, such as sales and service. And usually we only see a couple different additions for B2B and B2C commerce. I was very surprised and impressed by the new amount of features that are going to be coming out for commerce in this upcoming winter cycle. Well, let's get into six of the release notes that you are calling out for this particular release. First one on the list, Zach, is browse and search in Analytics Home. Let's dive into that one. So, Mike, there is one of my favorite clouds, uh, Einstein Analytics, um, really just allows you to slice and dice your data in ways that standard reports and dashboards don't really give most users. So Einstein Analytics has been a fantastic product that Salesforce has released. But one of the biggest issues is... All of your dashboards for Einstein Analytics were stored in Einstein, and all of your native dashboards were stored inside the standard out-of-the-box sales cloud dashboard and reports experience. This new feature that they're releasing for Analytics Home, if you have Einstein Analytics, is they have now surfaced the standard dashboards and reports within Einstein as well. So for anybody that uses this on a daily basis, this is an absolutely fantastic way to access all of your reports, all of your dashboards, all pieces of your data in one-stop shop. There's uh, no longer the need to look at your more advanced analytics on one side and then have to navigate to a different area of Salesforce for other aspects of your analytics. Well, the next two on the list, Zach, happen to be uh, in your area of specialty. You mentioned commerce. This one is uh, about understanding SEO. What's going on there? I've had many different clients 
asked me sorts of different questions around different areas of SEO. So search engine optimization. Anyone that's familiar with SEO, they understand how much really goes into this. I mean, there are entire consulting industries out there in the United States that are only focused on how do I get my page to the top of Google search results? In the past, Salesforce has allowed for you to edit different head tags and different meta properties of the page in order to get it to the top of Google. But they didn't have any sorts of best practices on ways that you could do so. Because of this, we've seen many different clients and customers of Salesforce reach out to us looking for different ways to help aid with their SEO. But Salesforce hasn't given any sort of clue in how they can how you can really boost those results. So with this new documentation that's coming out for commerce with understanding SEO, Salesforce has promised the ability to really allow you to fine tune different ways in order to make your, your website more popular. So really, this is not so much of a new feature, but it is one of those areas that's a it's a black box of salesforce that they never really give you insight into that it really they're finally opening up and they're finally allowing their customers and clients to get a peek underneath the hood and see how it's actually operating so i see a lot of customers being able to rapidly increase the amount of views and the amount of website traffic that they get to their experience cloud pages moving forward Next one on the list, Zach, is BOGO in the world of commerce. And for those who don't know, that stands for buy one, get one free. So what's going on in the world of BOGO and Salesforce? This is one that I'm very excited about as well, Mike. Salesforce has had multiple different ways to apply various discounts and various coupons to products within these storefronts. So in order to apply these discounts, in order to do some more standard ones, you somehow had to figure out a couple different workarounds in order to make the logic work. One of the hardest ones to do this for was buy one, get one free. How do you within Salesforce institute some piece of logic that says, if my customer buys one, the second one is free? In order to do this in the past, there was multiple different custom ways in order to get around that limitation. As everyone is aware of when it comes to just general commerce, the idea of buy one, get one free is one of the most standard coupons, the most standard discounts that most stores offer. So with Salesforce putting this in directly into the UI and making this a very easy and out of the box solution, saves a lot of headache for multiple different customers and clients when they're looking to implement this into their storefront. Love buy one, get one free, don't you? <laughs> Absolutely. No, you can't go wrong with a good buy one, get one free. Number four on our list of six things that Zach has called out today is enhance more object record pages with dynamic forms. That's a mouthful, but I'll bet it's packed with some good stuff. So in the last release cycle, Salesforce released the idea of dynamic forms for object record pages. Basically, what this entails is rather than having a specific page layout for one specific set of users, 
they added the ability to make these page layouts much more dynamic. Now, dynamic is a very fun buzzword. It could mean a thousand different things, as we are all well aware. But in this sense, one of the aspects that I love about it the most is we can now hide or show different fields on a page based off of that field's value, as well as based off of other fields' values. So in the past, we have seen many different enterprise-level clients you can just imagine looking at a basic case page. Sometimes they have upwards of 150 different fields, these different pieces of information that they're all tracking on the same page. This made it very, very difficult for a lot of customer service reps or even salespeople, if you're looking at an account page with that many fields, just to find the information that they're looking for. So with the idea of dynamic forms on these object record pages, if you have a customer record type or if you have a customer within a specific status, basically any different pick list value field on the record page, you can show or hide other fields based off of that. So it's a fantastically powerful tool because you're basically saying, I can hide 30 different fields if the customer is within this specific status. And I know that my customer service reps never need to see those fields. Basically cleans up the page for you. So your employees can much, much quicker find the information that they are looking for. Now, when Salesforce released this in the last cycle, they only made this available for custom objects. This was great in the fact that it allowed us to start to utilize it. But <laughs> as soon as we started putting this on for custom objects, we had a lot of different customers and clients coming back to us saying, hey, this looks great on this custom object. Can we do it for our account pages and our case pages and our opportunity pages? At the time, the answer was no. But with this upcoming release, Salesforce is now releasing these dynamic forms for multiple different standard objects as well. So we've seen the power behind it for custom objects, and now we're finally being able to utilize it for our standard out-of-the-box Salesforce objects as well. Well, Zach, if you're like me, I'm a to-do list guy. Gotta have one, live by it. It's just the... Um just the way I am. So this one really sounds interesting to me. I can't wait to see it in action myself. And that is track and sort all of your tasks with the to-do list. Mike, this one is one that I am very, very excited about. We see across multiple different industries, individuals that are just looking for different ways to track their upcoming tasks and events for a day. Salesforce has in the past released some pretty basic standard components that track all tasks or all events for a specific day. But if you really wanted to dive down into it, you were forced to go to the individual object record pages in order to see those tasks and activities. So you can imagine you have a phone call scheduled with one contact at 3 p.m. and a phone call scheduled with another contact at 4 p.m. In the past, if you wanted to be able to see all of the different phone calls you had, you were either going to be utilizing the very standard My Events for Today, or you were going to have to navigate to those individual contact records to see when those upcoming calls were. 
What Salesforce has done now is they have released or they are going to be releasing a what they are calling a to-do list. So on the bottom of our pages within Light, Salesforce Lightning, a new component will be able to be surfaced. For that specific user, it will scrape all of the different records that that user owns, and then it will look at the tasks that are assigned to those records. This way, you will no longer have to navigate to these individual record pages to see what's coming up. Instead, you'll have a one-stop shop in order to see all upcoming tasks and all upcoming events, not just for today, but for next week, next month, and even throughout the entirety of the following year. Number six, and the final one on our list this time, Zach, for the Salesforce Winter 23 release is one that you said to me, we have to discuss this one because you were so excited about it. It's Block new workflow rule creation. The floor is yours. This one, Mike, is incredibly interesting. And it's one that we have to talk about. We definitely need to. This is not Salesforce releasing additional functionality, but it's Salesforce sunsetting functionality. As we are aware, there are multiple different ways within Salesforce to automate business processes. The simplest way to create an automated business process was to utilize workflow rules. After that, Salesforce released a process builder, and they also now have a flow functionality. At the end of the day, what Salesforce is looking to do is force all users to use flow. The reason that they would like to do so is because if everything is stored within flow, when an automation occurs, the individual that is troubleshooting that automation no longer needs to go to three separate different automation processes in order to find what's causing the issue. They're really trying to force everybody to just utilize Salesforce flow. As flow can accomplish all the tasks that workflow rules and process builders can do. Now, for a very basic level admin, workflow rules were incredibly useful because it was very easy to set up these processes. What is going to need to be happening as we are moving forward into the future and as Salesforce begins to sunset these processes is admins are going to have to become comfortable utilizing Salesforce flow. Salesforce is no longer making that a recommendation for admins to use, and they are going to start to force them to use Flow. Now, I think it's a great call for Salesforce to do this as we get to more advanced automations that need to occur. People are going to have to just start to use Flow no matter what. It's definitely going to be a big impact in how some more basic level admins go throughout their tasks. But at this point in the release cycle, Salesforce is not stopping workflow rules from working. They are just limiting you from creating new ones. So we can imagine Salesforce will, in each subsequent release, they will block some new aspect of workflow rules. 
I would imagine after they have completely blocked the creation of workflow rules, then they will start to sunset some other abilities within them to create tasks off of workflow rules. After they have finished with workflow rules, I would imagine they're going to start to sunset different capabilities for process builder. So my recommendation to the entire Salesforce community is we should start to get ahead of this. If we are blocking new workflow rule creation, then I would 100% recommend that it is time to start to clean up some of our technical debt. It's time for us to start to push workflow rules into flows instead. It's going to happen at some point in the next up couple years. So the faster you can get ahead of it, the better off your business will be because of it. I think, Zach, we should probably trademark the following forwards. Flow is the future. Yes, that is a great <laughs> call, Mike. Flow is the future. I Get could not have said it better myself. Get used to it. So Zach, thanks. I appreciate it. And I really look forward to having you back and getting your input on a future Salesforce release. Mike, thank you so much for having me today. And you know, I have to reiterate it one more time. If you're coming away from this with one thing, Flow is the future. Let's go ahead and start to get used to it. There you go. And to our audience, if you would like to learn a little bit more about Salesforce's Winter 23 release, as always, I'm going to put a whole bunch of links in this show's episodes notes to help you out there. Hey, I always mention this. If this is your first time listening to our podcast, we really do appreciate it. And what you could do for us, if you want to say thanks, is just tell your friends, tell your work colleagues, just tell folks that this resource is here for you. You can get the podcast uh, not only on the Advictorium Solutions website, which is advic.com. You can get it on any podcast channel. doesn't matter. It's Apple, if it's Google, if it's Stitcher, if it's Spot. We're on them all. So just thank you and help us spread the word. I'm Mike Boyle from Advictorium Solutions. Again, thanks for joining us for the latest Salesforce Simplified podcast. Our next episode is just around the corner. You've been listening to Salesforce Simplified, the podcast from Advictorium Solutions.